So today is day two of the national investigative hearings into the July unrest that brought at least uh, uh, two provinces to their knees. The hearings are conducted by the Human Rights Commission of South Africa. These hearings will be held over the next three weeks. We now speak to Tsidiso Tipanyani. Uh, Tsidiso is the CEO of the Human Rights Commission. Good afternoon to you, uh, uh, Tsidiso. Great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon to you and to the listeners. And thanks for the opportunity. It's a, it's a pleasure, sir. So... What has come out from the the proceedings so far? We know that these are still early days. Yes, uh, the first week is basically uh, getting the evidence of the victims uh, of the the violence, especially from uh, Peter Marisberg. Yes, and also around the Phoenix area, you know, where there were racial killings. Mm. Uh, and then next week we'll be getting uh, government departments, the police, defense, intelligence, mm. uh, prosecution services, just to find out also what happened there. And the last week we'll be getting uh, uh, academics, researchers who will give us a broader eye view. So basically, you know, we, we want to get to the bottom of this unrest, you know, what happened, uh, you know, what the, the extent of the human rights violations, and therefore what recommendations we can make as a commission. Uh, for appropriate breaches where human rights have been violated, but to also get a better sense of the underlying causes so that we can basically you know, come up with recommendations to avoid a repeat of the situation. As you know, the impact has been quite severe. Over 300 people dead mm. and almost over 100 billion rents uh, of lost in terms of property and our economy. Mm. It's a major setback for our country. Do you have a, a list of people targeted to testify? And does this list include any government officials? Yes, uh, we, we call for submissions from uh, members of the public, mm. you know, just to share with us their own experiences, but also for academics and researchers to also give us their own perspective. But for government, there is targeted uh, uh, people who have been called to come and you know, explain. I mean, one of the features of, about this uh, phenomenon was that, you know, there was clearly inadequate uh, policing. Uh, so we really want to know, you know, what happened? How come the, the law enforcement agencies, uh, you know, were caught mapping? How did this violence happen to this extent? And what has been done, you know, by, by the state, relevant state agencies, to make sure that those who caused these uh, problems and damage and harm, you know, are being brought to book? Second, thirdly, then, to how then are you going to assist the many victims of this, uh, you know, uh, unacceptable uh, violations of human rights? And then, lastly, then, what measures will be put in place to ensure that we don't get caught making again at times by this type of incidents? Do you? I mean, okay, um, is 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 three weeks long enough to gather, you know, sufficient information for your investigations? Three weeks, though, is it is is is, is it good enough? Well, the three weeks is just for the hearing. We've got a team of researchers. We are calling for submissions. So, you know, like the Zondo Commission, I mean, we are calling for, you know, written submissions. And then we decide, you know, whom will be for hearings. Mm. And then we've got researchers who are going to write reports and then make recommendations uh, for the commission. Uh, so, Treasury has also been kind enough to give us some money uh, to do this uh, this hearing. So, we don't want to take too long uh, in this matter. Remember, we, we're, not a, we're not a government department per se. 
So our our role really is like referees who say, you know what, you're offside, this is what you must do. But at the same time, the commission has got the powers of court to, to go to court uh, and, 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 you know, and, and uh, on behalf of the victims or anybody else. But we also have the powers to make recommendations. And lastly, you know, what is important, of course, that our position is that our findings are binding and therefore they must be implemented unless, you know, there's a court of law which then review, uh, overturns our decisions. But finally, also what is very important, in terms of Section 181 of the Constitution, all organs of state have an obligation to uphold the integrity and effectiveness of the Commission. So if we make findings and recommendations, government departments cannot ignore those things. They must implement them or challenge them. Otherwise, then they're undermining the Constitution. It's also a criminal offense in terms of our act anyway, to undermine or obstruct the Commission's work. Mm. Could you please expand further when you say, you know, your recommendations will be binding? Well, you know, in terms of our, our act itself, uh, once we make recommendations, there's an obligation on any organ of state to, you know, get back to us and indicate as to whether they will recommend, they will implement those decisions or not. But following the decision of the public protector on the decision of the personal court, that the, the, the decision of the public protector are binding until, you know, is that by court of law. We are also of the same view that, you know, our powers are the same, and therefore when we make those recommendations, uh, anybody must implement those recommendations unless we challenge them in, in the court of law. Unfortunately, you know, following our hearings in Alexander and Val and Haman's trial, we have not seen a uh, government refusing to carry out our recommendations and findings. Excellent. Tsiriso uh, Chipanyane there. Thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. Thank you. There you go. CEO of the commission, the Tsiriso Chipanyane on Radio 2000. Our music, your memories.